Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to The Secret of Everything with Dr. Kimberly McGeorge. Welcome everyone to tonight's The Secret of Everything, Intuitive Healing and Numerology. I'm Kareem Young, and tonight we have a very special guest, Jennifer Alhasso. She is a positive talk show host of Geek Blowing here on Blog Talk Radio and specializes in cancer recovery from a holistic, energetic perspective. Jennifer will be giving many intuitive readings throughout the show. Call in for yours at the number 646-564-9712. The second hour we will be chatting with Leslie Emerson about numerology. She will be discussing the energy of today as well as 2012 and 2013. Leslie is a, has an amazing free offer as well. We will also be joined by Brian Amsbury, who is who will be guest co-hosting tonight all the way from Colorado. The chat room will be open tonight, and we will be taking your comments and questions. We will also be giving away a copy of Janet Nestor's book, Pathways to Wholeness, and the Crystal Point Charged with High Frequency Energy. As always, you can call in and ask questions. Once again, the number is 646-564-9712. And as always, you can find us at www.serenitynaturalwellness.com, Serenity Wellness or Kimberly McGeorge on Facebook or Serenity Wellness on Twitter. You can also email her at drdr.kim dot S-T-E at gmail.com. Tonight, Dr. Kimberly will be tweeting live, so if you have any questions or comments during the show, you can follow follow the show on Twitter as well. Dr. Kimberly will be giving a class in an energy technique in Columbus, Ohio, on June 16th, and you can type in her name at www.accessconsciousness.com for further details. Dr. Kimberly is a naturopathic doctor, distant and in-person energy healer, remote viewer, psychic intuitive, medium, herbalist, and has the unique ability to raise your vibration in person or across the country. She is an author of the ebook The Secret to Everything, Manifesting the Life, you have always desired now. She is a popular speaker, guest on radio shows, and teacher across the country. And here's Dr. Kimberly McGeorge. Hi, Dr. Kimberly. Hello, Kareem. How are you this evening? I'm pretty good. Enjoying this nice weather. Yeah, the weather's been amazing here, too. We've got a lot of callers tonight, and I know you want to get to um, talking to them as well, Kareem. So I'm going to go straight to our amazing guest, Miss 
Jennifer Alhassa, like Kareem said. She's an intuitive energy healer. She's a beautiful, beautiful soul. She's a co-host of Get Glowing on Blog Talk Radio. Well, she used to be. I think she's taking a summer hiatus, so I guess she will be again. So um, we'll let you check that out when she comes back. When are you going to come back with that, Jennifer? I'm thinking the fall um, or maybe never. I'm going to flow with spirit and see what shows up next for me. We'll see how lucky you guys are tonight. Maybe never. This might be your, well, I highly doubt it's your last chance, but it's one of your, <laughs> let's say it's one of your rare chances to talk to Jennifer live on the radio, although I'm sure by the way things are going, we are going to have her back. But just for a couple minutes, because I want to get to our callers. We have a couple callers holding that called in real super early, and then we'll get to um, everyone else. So if you're holding, we will get to you, and we will try to get you on as quickly as possible. So please be a little patient with us. We have a lot of callers this evening. Jennifer, could you briefly just tell me what you do and a little bit about your background and kind of where your heart beats? Oh, sure. Well, thank you, first of all, for having me. It's a joy to be here with you guys this evening. I am an intuitive cancer coach and an energy healer. So my background is I was a natural magical pixie in my childhood. And then at some point, I lost that, lost my connection to spirit and source and nature and went inside. And for much of my adult life, I drank, smoked, partied, um, chased unavailable men and had no spiritual life whatsoever, which if you know me now sounds a little strange, but that's that was my wake up um, having cancer. So that woke me up to spirit and to tuning back into the spiritual person that I was born and forgot that I was. So now I teach and give people tools and techniques to raise their energy, heal their life, tap into their heart's truth, and move to radical recovery through cancer or whatever else might ail them. Wow, that's all? That's all you do? (laughs) (laughs) You sound like a miracle worker to me. Oh, thank you. I love that. I will uh, will accept that graciously. Oh, I love that. You'll accept it. Well, Jennifer is a beautiful soul, and without further ado, I'm going to go to a couple of our callers. I'm going to go to Vicki. I'm not quite sure if she's ready or not to ask a question, but we're going to see. Hello, Vicki from Nashville. Would you like to ask a question, or do you just want to hold for a while? I just want to hold for a while, please. I thought, I thought so. See, that's the intuitive part. I should have just skipped you, but I wanted to be courteous because Miss Vicki has been holding the longest, so I'm going to put her Hi, back Vicky. on hold. <laughs> Hi. All right, Vicki. I'll check in with you a little later, if that's okay, hon. Okay, thank you. Don't you love her voice? I'm going to see if I can buy her voice from her because oh, it's I think beautiful. our ratings would go up. <laughs> I'm going to have to practice my southern accent. All right. Lisa from Massachusetts is calling in for a mini reading with Jennifer, I believe. Is that right, Lisa? You are correct. <laughs> okay. The floor is yours, Ms. Lisa. Ask Jennifer anything you'd like. Hi, Jennifer. How are you? I'm wonderful, Lisa. How are you? Good, good, very, very good. Um, my question is in regards to work. Yes. Um, I have a job interview tomorrow, and I'd like to know how that's going to go for me. You know what I get when I tune into that is show up as big, beautiful, authentic you I and really it. 
Yes, and really stay in the place where you are deciding if you want this job, not yes. if they want you. Yes, yes, this is true. Yeah. yeah, you've got a lot of choices, and you don't have to settle. So go in there in your power and in your strength and in your purpose and interview them and see if this is where you want to spend your time and your energy. That is so true. Because that's exactly what I was thinking. Because I feel mm. like I'm in a I'm in a place that I've never been before, and the place is empowerment. Mm. Yeah. Where Beautiful. I feel like this is this is my this is my choice, and I like it when you said you go in there and you interview them as well. Yeah, I really that's, feel it. You're strong. You're ready to get the job that you want. Yes. 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 That's Lisa, can I break in and give you a couple? These are more tips than an intuitive reading, which I'm not really one for tips. I'm usually one for really long intuitive readings. But sure. first of all, I absolutely agree with Jennifer. I believe in infinite possibility every mm. second, and that is yeah. such a beautiful thought if you just mm-hmm. think about that. So you know what? You have such you get it, and I get such a high energy read off you. You get it, which means mm-hmm. that if you get it, you're putting out a high vibration, and the universe yeah. is really going to bring you continual opportunities. So it really is your yeah. choice. You are really in the driver's seat whether you want this job or not. Two things I would suggest if I was getting mm-hmm. ready for a job interview. Okay. One, one thing I would do before I went to sleep at night is mm-hmm. I would envision, have you met the person that you're interviewing with? Do you know if it's a man or woman and who it is? Have you is seen that- them? Actually, I have not seen them, but I know that it's a man and a woman. The woman <laughs> okay. is very young. Okay. And this is her first. Um, this is her first time interviewing someone. All right. Oh, I'm going to speak to you in energies for a minute, which is okay. my favorite language. Um, and and the gentleman. I'm too. sorry. There's also Go a ahead. gentleman, and he's been with the company for just a year. Yeah, they feel new to me too. Okay, yes. this is what I would do. Um, I would daydream a little bit. I would imagine a, a movie in my mind or a dream right before I go to sleep. I would imagine me sitting in front of them. I would imagine the energy flowing, you know, between them and you and you and them. And I would imagine it going extremely well. I would imagine okay. laughter. I would imagine warmth. And okay. one of the things I want you to do when you're in front of them, actually physically in front of them, is open up your heart chakra or visualize it opening and okay. just send love to them. So that's something okay. you can do at night also when you're laying in your bed. I want you to send them love, just lots okay. and lots of yellow, white, pink, beautiful love. I want you to okay. do that. Then the other thing you can do is what I call, or what I guess it's not me. I'll get stoned for saying I call it. But <laughs> you, um, I can think of certain people that will be on the phone in like five minutes leaving me voicemail. That wasn't you. But anyway, that's not what I meant. I meant it's something I do a lot. So I would do the energy pull, which is what you're going to do is you're going to pull – energy up from the inside of the earth up through your body and you're going to go up in the heavens you're going to pull energy down from the heavens into your body so you're going to take all that power and you Mm -hmm. can go out as far as you want other dimensions other times other realities and then i want you to pull that through them back through you and imagine it like an energetic circle kind of of light and do it really slowly and the world is yours I am telling you, the best interview you have ever had in your entire life. They will say things like, I feel like we've known you forever. They will be so complimentary. There will be a warmth and a communion, heart to heart, soul to soul. It'll be like you've ever experienced. 
well, you know what's really you know what's really odd about that is that what you're saying is very true because I've had the experience with um actually the recruiter that um actually is it has opened up the interview for me and we met we actually spoke last Thursday and she called me Friday and wanted to see me actually speak with her Friday I couldn't do it Friday so she um actually called me on Memorial Day I mean I I feel like she's pursuing me I'm not pursuing wow. her she's pursuing me and this is the recruiter she's been recruiting for for years and it was actually these two people that I'm interviewing with that they want to see me, and they've turned down other applicants. Aww, but she's really <laughs> and really with her, her and I, the recruiter. I mean, we've it's like we have known each other before, and we just clicked so well that it's 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 just unbelievable. It's unbelievable how we have connected just by because I haven't gotten any hits on my resume. And this is actually the first hit. And I've had to I think I sent out about 100 resumes. Wow. wow. That's And this beautiful. is the one that that really hit and she was like pursuing me. I'm like, "Why is she pursuing me? She's got to have other applicants." <laughs> but it was me. It was me. Well, Lisa, will you do us a favor? Will you call us back next week and let us know how it went? Because I'd really like a follow-up call with you because I'm going to be dying of curiosity all week. Absolutely. <laughs> See how it and went. So I'd really appreciate it if you do that for us. And oh, I'll absolutely. make sure and let Jennifer know whatever you say as well if she can't listen. Oh, absolutely. And thank you so much. Thank you so much for these tips. Oh, you're welcome. And these lots of love really and light great. to you. We will you be with well. you in spirit. Thank you. Thank you, ladies. Blessings Thank you for you calling in. Bless you, Lisa. Blessings. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, hon. That was a great first caller. Woo. She is a lovely soul. She is not going to have a hard time finding a job, that one. No. She is an amazing person. Okay, I'm going to go to Maribel. I'm not sure where she's calling from. Maribel, where are you calling from? I'm calling from New York. Oh, well, welcome to The Secret to Everything. You're talking to Jennifer Alhassa and Dr. Kimberly McGeorge. Do you have a question for Jennifer? Yes, I do. Okay. Hi, Maribel. Hi, Jennifer. Um, I wanted to know what you saw from me in terms of relationships. Okay, let me turn in. I feel like there's an old love or something in the past that you need to let go of and resolve the energy around before moving forward to a new love or to to being able to open your heart to someone new. I feel like there's some unresolved past or longing for an old person um, that maybe had some heartbreak around. So I would urge you to do some healing and maybe do some cord cutting. Have you ever done cord cutting with um, Archangel Michael or any of the angels? No, I haven't. So if there's someone in your past that you're struggling to let go of or you had a really deep connection with that you feel might be blocking your energy with a new love, you can always 
do a cord cutting session with Archangel Michael, which is a beautiful way to clear the past and bring forward space and energy for the future. So you can imagine a cord between you two um, from your heart or from your um, center chakra if that feels, whatever the energy feels more strong. And then you can feel that connection and really talk to that person and say, I'm going to let you go. You know, I'm grateful for the relationship we had and the connection that we shared, but I need to move on to my glorious future. And then I always take a big visual pair of scissors, like I imagine a huge pair of scissors and just chop yeah. through that cord. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I'm not really sure who it is necessarily yeah. because I never really had a serious relationship like that. Hmm. Can I jump in a little bit? Sure, jump in. When she first said that, I don't know if you guys know this or Kareen said it, Jennifer knows this, but I'm a one of my strongest abilities is I'm an empath. And when you first asked that question, it's similar to the read that Jennifer got. I had a real heaviness or a block in my heart chakra. So I is it possible that something's happened that has closed you off to love? Maybe not an old relationship, but it could be a family relationship or just life being really hard. I just don't feel like you're vibrationally wide open to love. That Does that resonate at all with you? Yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> because basically, um, I think it's basically confidence, yeah. I'm it sorry, I didn't hear with, you. What did you say, Maribel? I think that in my, in my perception, what I think it is, it's basically confidence. Oh, confidence. Mm. So you need some self-love celebration time then, Maribel, right? (laughs) Yeah. This is a real invitation for you to give yourself the love that you so want out there in the world. And I think this is so beautiful, and I think so many young women and men need to hear this right now more than ever, is to just really hunker down and do the things that make you feel loved. Tend to your body, exercise, eat well, and do the things that bring you joy. I feel like if you follow your joy, you'll really open your energy and um, sing or dance or swim or go into the park and nature. Whatever makes you feel alive and happy, the more you follow that, the more you'll feel like your true self. Because I feel, too, like you've gotten cut off from your, your true essence. And your joyful, beautiful, free self feels really closed and tight up in up in your body. It might also be of the school stress for something. Mm. Yeah. Well, and one what? last... Oh, I'm sorry, Jennifer. No, go ahead. I, I, sorry, remember that thought. One thing I wanted to throw in, and it took me a long time to learn this, and I'm somewhat still learning this. One thing Jennifer mentioned in her brief intro was, she fell in love with a lot of unavailable men. Didn't you say that, Jennifer, something like that? I did, indeed. And one thing that's been a real hard lesson, and I'm, like I said, I'm still learning and bringing into my vibration is we truly, 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 truly have to be the person that we want to attract. So we attract who we are. And as rough as that is in every single relationship, it, it isn't an exact match, but there are elements of that person that were also in me. And I think that's really, really crucial to think about because it's funny, like if you're on a dating site, and I'm not saying you are on a dating site, as a matter of fact, 
I think you should be on a dating site. Are you on a dating site, Maribel? No. I think you should be on a dating site because, you know, it's kind of like what we were saying to the other caller. It actually, it seems intimidating and scary, and I can hear it in your voice, but it actually puts you in the driver's seat and gives you a ton of power. And it's a good way, as long as you have boundaries up front, of getting to know a wide variety of different people, and you get to choose. It's entirely with your, in your control. So I would think about that and just sit in that energy. But the other thing I want to say, when we're on a dating site, we're so interested in telling everybody what we want. I'd like a guy that's 6'4", and dark hair, and muscles, but then we look at ourselves. Well, you know what I'm saying. We all want, you know, ribs and this and that, and but then we have to look at ourselves. Are we in good physical shape? Are we financially supporting ourselves? Do we have a good sense of humor? Are we a fun person to be around? Are we intelligent? We can't ask of somebody else what we're not prepared to bring to the table. Or if we don't exactly have the same thing to bring to the table, we need to bring our amazing self and our gifts and our talents. But a lot of times it seems like we're looking for something in someone else that we're not willing to be in ourselves. And so I would encourage you, kind of like what Jennifer was saying, to to think, well, what do I really, what would I like in a man or what would I like in a relationship? And maybe I need to work on being, you know, having a better sense of humor or being a little neater or maybe I need to buy a few new clothes or whatever it might be for you. But, you know, we can't ask of somebody else what we're not willing to be ourselves. That is so true. Mm-hmm. Do you have any other thoughts, Jennifer? But oh, let me. Do you want me to go down your timeline and see what I see in your future? Yes, please. All right. How old are you? Right now, nineteen. I thought I was going to say you are so young, sweet. Yeah. Um. Definitely by fall, I see. I I don't want to say it's a um permanent romantic relationship, but I definitely see a fun friendship with romantic overtones um if you take my advice and go on a dating site by next summer you'll be in a wonderful relationship but if you don't open yourself up to a wide variety of experiences in men and you might get hurt and you might be disappointed but you'll have a lot of fun and you'll end up finding someone you have to put yourself in a position larger than the one you're in now for that to happen that's a possible path usually i can see a vibrational path that's really strong, but you, my sweet girl, you need to change up your life a little bit to get what you want. Okay. Yeah. Don't sound depressed. Oh. It's fun. <laughs> I guess it's I'm just like a little bit hesitant and stuff. Why? Okay, why are you hesitant? What? What's uncomfortable about that for you? I don't know. It's like... All this time that I think that thought about it, like you know the the whole attraction thing mm-hmm. of attracting the person that you you have in your vibration, and it's like wow, I can't even change myself in order to do that. Mm. I would say you know what I get when you said it's just take some of the pressure off yourself and be really gentle and. And I know when you want love and we're looking for love, sometimes we can get into that searching and seeking vibration. And I wanted to urge you to just have fun, follow joy, and do the dating site and just put it out there as an experiment. You know, I'm just going to have fun. And take some of that pressure off yourself and whoever might show up and just say, like, this is going to be my summer, right? I want to have fun. I want to go out. I want to do different things, meet new people. 
and you know, it won't feel like such a project or an assignment. Just you're gonna have fun and you're gonna meet new people and follow joy. Again, that's what I keep hearing is joy, joy, joy. Like you've got a lot of school stress and you shouldn't put a lot of the stress on your dating life and your love life too. Like just take off some of the burden. I feel like you've got a lot on your shoulders around this, like I should be dating or I should just have fun. Have um, a really good um, time. I really like that, Jennifer. It piggybacks is what I'm going to say next, which is this is a chan- this is a channeled information for you, which is there is someone I don't and this must have special meaning for you, but there seriously is someone for everyone, and I don't know what that means to you, but I'm going to tell you a story that thank goodness my brother doesn't listen to this show. But, um, my brother was going through a really hard time. He'd gone through a divorce and had a really hard time, and he was severely depressed and he called me up and he was whining and crying and I said and he was a little older than you he might have been in his upper 20s but I said Kevin I said go to the mall and sit down for a half hour and just look at all the couples and he's like okay I said then call me so he came back and he called me he's like okay what what the heck was that about and I said okay well what did you see and he started telling me about all these couples and he goes oh I get where this is going He's like, it's beauty and personality and what you find appealing and attraction. It's all in the eye of the person. You'll see fat guys with skinny girls and and um, fat girls with skinny guys and dark guys with white girls and white girls with dark guys. You you know where I'm going with this. And you know, yeah. and you'll say pretty people with what we might think are ugly people, and you know, on and on and on, and older women with younger men, and you know, I could go on and, but you get it. And. Yeah. All I'm saying is truly, 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 there is a man out there that would think you are the most beautiful, the most fascinating, the most amazing being because you are, you're an infinite being of light with infinite possibility and potential. And you're beautiful just the way you are. You don't have to become anything. You don't have to change anything about yourself. But I do encourage you, I don't think you're showing up as who you are and the universe loves when you become more of who you are. And so, like Jennifer just said, just explore that. And maybe if you don't want to go on the dating site, maybe explore things that you haven't done that you'd like to try or take music lessons or karate or I don't know, anything. You know, get involved in things that you want to explore and maybe try to discover more of who you are. And like Jennifer said, don't put any significance or expectations. Just because you date, it doesn't have to mean anything. It can just be fun. Okay. And you know the fireworks. Oh, go ahead, Karee. Go ahead. Yeah. The dating thing, what they're saying is true because I'm still dating myself. And, you know, I noticed that, you know, going out to parks and everything, walking. I live in the city, too, but I I like nature, so going out to the parks and everything works. And you meet people that do the things that you like by doing the things that you like. So you might run into somebody and they might try and talk to you in the park if you like going to the park. But what I was going to say was um, that with dating, if you look at it like it's a task, then it's going to be a task. But if you look at it as experience, like, okay, this date might not work, but I see something in this person that I might look for in, in, and I might like, and I'll look for that in my mate. So don't look at it as like, oh, I gotta go on another date, and this person might not even be somebody that I'm that's worth my time. Look at it as, okay, I'm open to this date, and what traits of 
about this person or maybe the place that you go or the time that you had or the energy that you have with them, what do you like about that person that you can carry it on to the next person if that's not the person for you? Wow, that's really, that's a good way to look at it. That's really good advice, Cream. And, I mean, I can, okay, maybe I have the opposite problem because I don't know how many dates you've been going on, but I've actually been on 25 dates this year already, and like I said, it can be a lot of fun. It can also be, you know, discouraging, but, you know, you just have to get out there. And I go through times when I don't date at all, and, yeah, you know, I use that time to, I think, show more fully up as who I am. And as you learn to love yourself, Maribel, you you will attract love. Oh, wow. Yeah. I think I want to start getting work on that. All right, sweets. Well, let us know how it goes. Call back in to one of my shows and let me know when you start dating and tell us some of your dating stories. Maybe we'll do a show on dating stories. That'd be fun. Man, I could fill up the whole show. Cream be awesome. I wanted to tell her to make sure you listen to the Katy Perry song, Firework, and let your colors burst. Like that song, I feel like will really help you get into the vibration of where you need to be. And just let your colors burst, honey. Okay, thank you so much. Thanks, Maribel. Oh. Blessings, love, and light to you. Thank you so much for calling. Stay in touch. Blessings. Bye. 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 What an angel. Oh, to be that young. Oh, <laughs> got her whole life ahead of her. She's got, oh, at the beginning. Dr. <laughs> Dr. Kim, we got a chat room question from Carol. Okay. She says she, she heard people talking about walking in the power. And this is for both you and, and Jennifer. Okay. She was asking, how do you begin to do that? Wow. Uh, Jennifer, can I say something really quick, and then I'll let sure. you go. Sure. Go for it. I know. I need to let Jennifer talk since, like, she's my guest. I'm, like, act like I'm the guest on my own show. I have to be quiet. Um, <laughs> take advantage of Jennifer's wisdom. I just wanted to say real quick, Carol, that this is from my perspective. We have a whole archive set of shows and we go through a lot of different things and from a lot of different women and men that have been special guests on my show answering that question. So I would suggest you go back through my archives. I would also suggest you listen to um, Jennifer's. They're still up, right, Jennifer, her Get Glowing archives. I think she also has a lot of guests and tips on how to do that. But go ahead, Jennifer. Oh, definitely I do, and it is still up for sure. And what I got, Carol, when I heard the question was just, To really be, that's like we were talking about earlier with Lisa, like really be in yourself and and the self-love that keeps coming up just like with Maribel is to, to do the things that make you happy and do the things that make you feel strong. So maybe that's yoga, maybe that's singing, whatever it is. And then I also got an image of doing um like some Qigong or some Eastern exercises where you really ground. And now there's so much powerful energy coming up from the earth and as we ascend and connect to the earth. So I would invite you to spend much more time in nature. Like get out into nature, take your shoes off, get on the grass, get on the sand, wherever you live, wherever the nature is, and sit next to trees. Like really connect, hug the trees, but even sit with your back up against the tree. And that that image for me keeps coming. So be like a tree. You know, a tree has both feet firmly on the ground and roots that go very, very deep. And often in modern life, it's really hard to stay grounded and it's really hard to stay focused with all the technology and the media. So 
spend time in nature, ground, and do some things that really make your body strong. I'm just getting a really strong sense that your body needs some attention and to build that up and yoga or Qigong or something Eastern to open that channel for you. One of the things I've been focusing on in my life, which I've always focused on, and I'm all about vibration, and even just by listening to shows like this or any other shows that are positive and life-affirming and where people are speaking that carry a higher vibration, which Jennifer and I and Kareem do. So even by listening to this show, you are increasing your power and you are increasing your vibration because that's imparted as we speak. That's part of our gift to you. That's part of the reason why I do this show and why Jennifer does her show and why Kareem comes on the show. But one of the things I'm really working on, and it's really easy in the spring and summer, is the drawing in of light, and of course I'm talking about the sun and sunlight, and one of the things you can do is when you go outside and you can lay in the sun even for a short amount of time if you're worried about skin cancer, I have no point of view on that. As a matter of fact, when I used to test people in my um, naturopathic practice, they often, their bodies actually begged for ultraviolet light, which is kind of against what the medical community says, but that shouldn't surprise anybody. Anyway, Mm. moving on, um, just go out in the sun and lay there, you know, like I said, if you don't feel comfortable for a long period of time, and focus on drawing the sun's light through your body and energizing your chakras and draw it in through your eyes, draw it in through the top of your head, through your crown chakras, draw it in through your third eye, draw it up like Jennifer said, from the earth and your feet. And, you know, you can even, you know, turn around and sit with your back to the sun or lay on your stomach and draw in the sun through the back of your head. And just when you're in the sun, try to be a little more conscious maybe of drawing that light in. And um, it recharges you like a battery. Another thing I can't say enough, which everybody's so sick of me saying, but it is so key, if you can get your vibration up to a certain level, Talk about power. You will never be sick. You will deal with emotional trauma and drama a lot easier. You will become a carrier of healing and light, a a vessel of healing for others. It's so important to raise your vibration as high as possible. And I don't mean to 500, the level of love or above, which some popular people preach, I mean millions, millions and millions. I mean, we want to vibrate. There's no endless to what we can vibrate. We want to vibrate as high as we can for the rest of our lives. It makes life a lot easier. And there's many ways to do that. However, as much as I hate saying this, you know, one of the best ways to do that is to have your vibration raised by someone like an energy healer who is actually skilled in vibrational transformation. And that's just something to think about for the future because really, like I'm very fond of saying, let's stop being healed and becoming healed and let's start creating our reality creating our lives walking in our power as jennifer said and playing let's have fun yay that's just me (laughs) no i love that and i also got carol for you that if there's a spiritual center or something near you that you can go to on sundays or sometimes during the week did you really need to surround yourself with a community of light beings and light people um it feels like you're hungry for this and you're you're just taking off and you want to ascend further and you want to keep your vibration high so plug in somewhere near your house or virtual if you can't find one near you but i would suggest being in a peer pool of people who are raising their vibration and who are interested in that because the more you do that the more you'll feel this energy all the time and it's out there it is 
globally shifting, and there's so much available um, and amazing people. So seek them out, and you shall find. Ooh, I like that truth. So I hope we answered your question, Carol, after we talked about it for five hours. <laughs> but, um, all right, so, Krim, you can let us know if she has any comments or questions about that. I'm going to move on to Maria. I'm not sure where she's calling from. Maria, welcome to The Secret to Everything. Where are you calling from? Hi, um, I'm calling from Calgary, um, wow. Alberta, Canada. Well, thank you for listening today. Do you have a question? Oh, I th- uh, thanks for having me. I'm just uh, on the internet, actually. So I do have a question. I have actually a big like story, I guess. I'm not really sure where to begin. Um, first, I guess for Jennifer and Kimberly, um, in 2007, I went to the doctor and I been notified that I got an abnormal pap. Um, that I had a strain of the HPV virus, um, but my cells weren't inside the cancer zone. Um, So I dealt with it. I took Gardasil, and uh, the next time I went in for a checkup, um, my cells were normal. Uh, Come 2012, like a month ago, I found out that my cells are again... (laughs) like trying to be all weird and cancer again. <laughs> but mm-hmm. there's like not at the stage of cancer. But I just um I guess wanted to know what I could do. Mm. Oh, I'm sorry you're going through that, honey. And I feel like you're I feel a lot of scared and a lot of fear energy and First of all, and this is the part of my cancer coaching that is radical, and I just want to speak this truth tonight. The medical establishment does a wonderful job at treating and finding disease, but I want to encourage you to find wholeness and health, and don't let yourself be too alarmed by this fear. They're just doing their job and hunting what they are meant to hunt, you know? So we're here to talk to you about wholeness and health and changing your vibration and healing from the inside out. And I would encourage you to continue to get your checkups, but do the things in your life that bring you wholeness. If your diet is not whole and full of like fresh vegetables and green things, add more of those in, you know. I just encourage you to look at your life instead of looking at what they tell you is going on in your cells. Does that make sense to you to turn it around and say, yes, this is going on. Yes, I see this test, but I'm going to take action. I am an empowered person, and I am here to heal myself and be whole, regardless of what anything says. So whatever lifestyle changes you can make, I would encourage you to make. And I'm not saying do not get tests and don't get monitored. I'm just saying please don't plug into the fear that comes with that because – it just feels like I am you're afraid. Yeah. I, am, I, I do admit it. It's just at the same time, um, I'm just wondering, like, uh, how can I say? I, I kind of live in, like, a stress, chaos mode life a, a lot, yeah. I realize. And uh, I just, I guess, uh, want to read in as well for my gear. <laughs> what? is worth it for me to put my energy into besides myself because my vibes have been, like, really low lately. 
Yeah, I would just invite you to see what in your life can you shift and let go of. It feels like you've got a lot of stress and a lot of shoulds and a lot of have-tos. What in your life can you let go of to have more peace and to have more space for the self-nurturing and the care? It feels like you just really need a lot of self-nurturing and care. And and please feel, I mean, feel the fear. Really sit down and have a cry about it and because that is really scary to have someone tell you that. And then take the action to look at your life and see what what you can let go of, what what is causing you stress, to really tune into that part of your life and see what you can eliminate. Well, um, it's hard to try to talk about it because I live on uh, an Indian reservation, so... Mm. A lot of my friends have been committed suicide. And oh, wow. Honey. I'm sorry. I just don't know what to do. Maria, let me speak to you a minute. Um, first of all, I do not claim to be an expert on any Indian culture whatsoever, but I have um, been out to the Navajo reservations in the United States quite a bit and gotten to know the people there. And I'm familiar with the alcoholism and the hopelessness and the frustration in the DNA and as a um, race uh, and the government and, I, and you know, kind of the whole setup. I'm familiar with those vibrations, so I have deep compassion for you. You're battling against um, a cultural vibration and a DNA heritage that is challenging to overcome. First of all, you know I'm a naturopathic doctor, and I've been in practice for 20 years. And cancer holds no fear for me, and it holds no fear for my clients. And although I do not specialize in this anymore, it is a very common thing that I have had victory over and my clients have had victory over over and over and over again. It is 100% beatable. As a matter of fact, I said, you know how the expression, there's more than one way to skin a cat, There are there's not just one cure for cancer. There are thousands upon thousands of cures for cancer. Can I ask you, Are what is the medical profession, how are they wanting to treat this, or what are they telling you to do? Uh, uh, not, like, anything. She just told me to come back in six months so I can get another pap, and, you know, then we'll see if they turned into cancer. Okay. <laughs> and do, you want my, okay. do you want my intuitive reading on this? Sure. Because when I, I mean, go I'm into just... your timeline, okay, I think you are living, like Jennifer said, I don't think this is ever going to be a full-blown cancer. If that is true, you are wasting your life. You are wasting your breath. You are wasting your energy worrying about this. This is something you can control. But I'm telling you, by living in this vibration, you are increasing your chance that it will become something. You are putting your focus on it. What we focus on we attract. This is something that is spinning in your mind constantly, not just in an emotional fear way. It's also spinning in your mind, I feel, in a thought way, and thoughts become reality. So right. you need to, I know you're not going to believe me, and that's fine, um, but you can write. I'm sure Jennifer and we'll give our contact information. I have Jennifer's website up, and you can always contact me, too. I have an email form on my website. But you need to completely take your focus off of this because Cancer starts in our outer energy bodies 100% of the time. All disease does. By the time it gets to the physical, you really have a lot of unwinding to do because mm. it 
is a stress-related condition. It is an emotionally unbalanced thing. I think, Jennifer, I think you said this. I don't know if you said this about Kara or you said this about her, but um, you do need to dump that baggage and clear out all those emotional um, negative vibrations of fear and trauma and drama that we keep in ourselves. And again, I'm going to tell you the easiest way to do that is to raise your vibration. I mean, I offer clearing statements and I do a lot of clearing, but I've come to find out lately in my work with clients, it's not even needed. We just need to live in a higher vibration and our cells will naturally detox and dump all that emotional baggage. And where you are living right now, my concern for you isn't that you, I mean, you can absolutely get well and 100% well and never even face this fear again, but you're living in those lower vibrations. And that is I I have to admit that I am because like a lot of my cousins and my family, my aunties, like even the outer community, there's clans of us. Um we're also affected, you know. Well and, there's a depression that's not just in you, it's in your environment. I mean, there's the right. energy of this heavy, heavy energy. And mm-hmm. I guess I would seek again, I would seek light filled things. I would seek sunlight and I would seek laughter. And I would maybe find, um, I would seek, do you do anything where you're of service to others, where you kind of get outside yourself and you work with children or animals or older people or veterans or community groups? Do you do any sort of volunteer work? It's kind of like the story of my life. Like, that's pretty much all I do is just be of service to everybody except Mm. myself. (laughs) Yeah. Well, there you go. This is a beautiful invitation then, honey, to really put some boundaries up. I mean, I feel like you really need to set some firm boundaries and say, like, this is my summer of self-care, right? This is when I'm going to change. And I'm getting some sea salt baths. Have you ever taken a sea salt bath? Yeah, it's really nice. It's amazing. And you can do it. I do. I take three baths a day because I'm so empathic and I pick up so many people's energies in New York. So I would suggest you do that. And it might sound a little wacky to people to take three baths a day, but just pour the salt in, get in there. If you're out in the community and you're around someone who's negative and, you know, especially if you're grieving, you know, get in the tub, pour the sea salt and like let it come out. I find that spirit really shows up to me in that space and, I just really get that you are a sponge and you are taking all of this on. And a lot of this is not even you. Like yeah, Kimberly right. said, it, it's not even you. It's in your DNA. It's in your culture. It's in your air. It's So take those sea salt baths and be around people. Maybe there's one or two people that are on the reservation that are really tuned in. You know, our spiritual masters and our wise teachers seek those people out and Every time you come home, if you're around some energy, do a sea salt bath and do, get some sage for your apartment and just really do the tools that can keep your energy pure because I just really feel like this is not about you. You know, this is so much bigger than you, and you just need to take care of yourself first. That is nice. Maria, do you have email? Do you have an email? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to put um, – we're going to put you on hold, and I'm going to have – Kareem, get your email, and um, if you want to ask me some questions or continue to correspond with me, I'll be happy to help. I'm sure um, Jennifer would be happy to correspond with you as well. I'd like to send – I'm going to send you um, a body of physical clearing and uh, maybe some other clearings for you to listen to, and they're on MP3s, and you can play them on your computer or on your phone or however, or if you have like an iPad, 
what do you call those things? I have an iPad, so I say an iPad, but you know those things you download music on. But um, I'd like you to listen to them. You don't even have to. I'd like you to listen to them like out loud, like one time or two times through, and then you can turn them down and just let them play, especially when you sleep. And it's going to start clearing out a lot of that junk in your auric fields and in your DNA and things. It's going to start pulling things out. And because I'm such a high vibration, your body will raise up a little bit to try to meet my vibration also. So it'll be really doubly good for you. So I'm going to go ahead and send you those to your email. If I'm going to put you on hold and have Kareem take your information, if that's okay. That sounds good. Um, I also have a question for the numerology lady after if you. Okay, do you want me to keep you on hold then until she's sure. on? Yeah, sure. Okay, I'll put you on hold it. But Kareem's going to come on and get your information in the in-between time, if that's okay. Okay. Blessing to you. Thank you. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Do you have anything? any other thoughts, Jennifer? No, just that, oh, just sending her so much love and light that it's it's a big, like you said, like it, she's up against a big uh, cultural wall and just big stuff, like really ancestral energy. And so just sending her lots of love and light and surrounding her with the angels and ask that she just continue to seek the light and be the light. Mm. That's really true. Do you have any, um, if I came to you and, see, here's my issue with her, and I told her that, but Jennifer, vibrationally, I don't think she's going to have cancer. So no, I, I don't either. Do I, address, I do think she's going to develop other problems, emotional, physical, mental, if she doesn't get out of this energy, but I don't think we're really dealing with what she thinks, which to live in that fear is horrible if you don't, if you don't even need to go there. That's where I think the real lie is right there, and I really want to try to relieve her of that. That fear is deadly. Wouldn't you agree, Jennifer? I would. And I want to say this as a, you know, advanced breast cancer survivor that mm-hmm. I I do not hunt for cancer in my body anymore. You know, mm-hmm. I do not do the recommended scans and maybe people think I'm crazy, but I don't look for cancer anymore. I don't I don't participate in that, you know, because I know how I feel. And I'm not suggesting that for anyone. I'm saying that's deep end of the ocean. That's where I am now. But I know if I'm healthy. I know when I'm aligned and when my vibration is good. And so there's just so much fear that can come up. And as you said, Kimberly, I think the attaching to that and waiting, it well, my turn into cancer. I mean, that's crazy energy to spend for your next six months, you know. And it just feels like, the medical community is doing their job and what they are set to do, and that is to look for disease and treat disease. And we are here to say we are to look for health and wholeness. And how can you seek wholeness? How can you seek light? How can you seek health? And that's what I get for her is just seek health, seek wholeness, protect yourself, and stop looking at the problem, quote, unquote, because there is no problem. Right. Yeah, that that is absolutely so true. Well, I'm going to put um, Kareem on the spot. Kareem, do you have any questions for Jennifer before we let her slip away? Kareem. No. No, <laughs> Hello. I'm, I'm trying to do the, the switchboard and everything. But I'm good. Yeah, like, answer I'm my good. questions. Leave me alone. Let me do my job, Kim. <laughs> I answer my questions. 
Y'all answer my questions through other people, so uh, it's, uh, it might not be that specific, but it's just certain things you're saying. I'm, I might say, oh, I might take that, you know, so. Well, I see you having a summer of love, Kareem, and just I love that you were talking about being out in nature, and I just feel like you are going to vibrate the right and perfect, beautiful goddess to you. I like that. He's a good guy. He's a really good guy. So, ladies, if uh, you're in, what area code are you in, Cream Three, four, seven. We'll call you in. We'll set you up with Cream. We'll do a little like matchmaking on the side. Spiritual <laughs> matchmaking. I'll I'll put you through the intuitive ringer and we'll set you up with Kareem. So. Woo-hoo. <laughs> yeah, well, I can't hide anything from these two women. <laughs> Well, Jennifer, do you have anything you'd like to leave us with before you depart? Oh, I just want to say thank you to Kimberly and Kareem for having me and to everyone for calling in. And I just really get that the theme for us in this time period and everybody calling in is just radical, radical self-love. So there's a movie that's called Truly, Madly, Deeply where she was grieving about her lost man and just really grieving. And I would say turn that around and love yourself truly, madly, deeply. So whatever everyone can do to feel that energy and just feels like the time is now for us to all do that. Oh, I love that. Thank you so much, Jennifer. And would you, could you give us your website, please? Oh, I would be happy to. It's Jennifer Alhasa, which is A-L-H-A-S-A dot com. And you can always email me. There's a contact form on there and connect with me if you want cancer coaching. And please, I hope you don't know anyone who has cancer, but if you do, please send them my way and also do some heart healing, intuitive coaching, just like we've done tonight for people. And all of my work is now on a love offering basis, so I am opening up to whatever people's hearts feel guided to give that I am in service with my gifts. So. Send them my way, and whatever people feel called to give in their heart from what I've given them, I will accept lovingly and graciously. Wow, that's amazing. Well, thank you so much, Jennifer, and blessings on your upcoming journey, and I will talk to you soon. All right, my dear. Have a great rest of the show, and blessings to you both. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you. Ah, Kareem, I'm going to... Um, Play Anne's um, weekend is coming up. I'm going to head and play Anne's commercial. If you want to pick up 407 and see who that is, and I'm going to take a little commercial break for a second. Ladies, let me ask you something. Do you wish you could have more success at work, a better relationship, better health, or more wealth? If you've answered yes to any of these, then the key to what you need is a boost in your self-confidence. And I have just the answer for you, a powerful one-day conference that will boost your self-confidence so you can achieve all of these things and more. It's called Bold Her, Infuse Your Self-Confidence with Laughter and Love. Learn more at www.boldher.com. That's www.boldher.com. See you there. Welcome back to the second half of The Secret to Everything. 
you're listening right now with Dr. Kimberly McGeorge live with Kareem. If you'd like to call in, we're taking your calls at 646-564-9712. And the first half of our show, if you're just joining us, we had Jennifer Alhassa. She's a cancer coach, an intuitive life coach, and an energy healer, and we were taking live readings. We may take live readings. We're going to do a little bit of a change of direction right now. And I am going to bring on, hopefully she's here, Ms. Leslie Amerson. She's a skilled numerologist, and we are going to talk numbers. Leslie, are you there? Yes, I'm here, Kimberly. Oh, welcome to the show tonight. I'm so excited. Well, I'm going to let Leslie kind of take it away and tell us a little bit about, I don't know where you'd like to start. Are we going to talk about the planetary energy, or are we going to talk about, what are we going to talk about? Well, we can talk about the planetary energy first if you would like, or we can talk a little bit about what the heck is numerology in the first place. Oh, that might be a good idea. Um, okay. Because <laughs> people hear numerology and they're like, well, what the heck is that? And, you know, what does it mean and what is it? Well, numerology is the study of the occult significance of numbers. It is the simplest of the fields to master, but it can be very complex at the same time, which is, makes it even more fun. Numerology can help you discover your strengths, your weaknesses, your deep inner needs, your emotional reactions, the ways of dealing with others, and your talents. It can also help you understand why people do the things they do and help you understand yourself and how completely unique each one of us really is. How much fun can that be? Uh, um, fun. <laughs> Sounds fun to me. <laughs> It is. The other neat things you can do is you can actually figure out, like, when's the best time to get married or to change jobs or to move or to speculate or to take a trip. Um, Numerology is not new. It's been around for at least 10,000 years. The Hebrew Kabbalah used it. I always mess up this name. Pythagoras. I'm still not saying it right. My brain knows that. Anyway, the guy from Greece, (laughs) they dealt with it. Um, It became more popular around the turn of the 1900s, started by um, Eldal Ballot. She was an American woman from Atlantic City, New Jersey. She published several books, and later Dr. Julia Sutton helped publicize more about the field. Then this work was later extended by Florence Campbell, Juno Jordan, Matthew Goodwin, Hans DeCose, and Faith Jevin, and a lot of other people. So it's been around for a while. So that kind of gives you the the overview of what it is, but then how do you use it and what does it mean? Well, there's two parts of numerology. One is based off of your actual birth date because Mm. that does not change, Mm. and that gives you your life path. The next part of it is based off of your full birth name, and then we start to dissect your name a little bit. Um, I could talk for days, absolute days on this, but we'll try to keep it short because I know we're limited on time. So when we look at your numerology, there's at least 20 different components that we can look at the numbers of your name and your birth date and come up with this entire character synthesis of who you are and what that means to you. But when we do what we call a mini-reading, we only focus on four components. These four give us kind of the high-level essence of who the person is, kind of what direction they're going in, their strengths, their weaknesses, and the potential for changes in development. So what are those four components? We call them the life path, which is the first and foremost. And your life path is 
an easy way for me to explain it is it's kind of like the broad highway that runs through all the possible activities that you may encounter in a given lifetime. And this is the route that holds your environment and your opportunities and kind of how you, you see and view the world, what you came here to work on. This one is derived strictly from your birth date. And the way that we work with numbers in numerology is we take and we add up every digit in your birth date, and then we reduce it down to a single-digit number. So, and I'm looking for my notes. Okay. So, Ms. Kimberly, if I were to look at your birth date and look at what your life path is. No your, years. No years. We're not giving out nope. years. Because nope, I'm so young. giving out years. <laughs> but when I add up all the digits in your birth date, I come up to 12, which reduces down to the number 3. And you go, that's great, Leslie. What does 3 mean to me? Yeah, really. <laughs> 3 has to do with communication. It has to do with joy. Um, uh, it has to do with, yeah, yeah, how you, the joy of expressing yourself, the joy of living, how you can appreciate the beauty of the world, how you become aware of your talents and artistic abilities, your creative energies. It's all that creative self-expression. When we say you're a three, that generally tells me that you're warm and friendly and you're sociable and a good conversationalist and you're a delight to listen to, which you are. Uh-huh. And you have this talent with words and creative imagination. So mm-hmm. that's kind of what being a three means. Now, when I look at Kareem, um, shuffling papers again. He's Kareem evil. First, no, he's not. He's, <laughs> he's absolutely awesome. Okay. This person adds up to 27, which actually reduces down to nine. So when you when you walk in a nine... That has to do with humanitarianism, and I'm digging down here for my notes. Bear with me, guys. And selflessness. Mm. That means that his life path is about learning the beauty of giving of himself for the deep satisfaction of giving without lots of rewards or return. Uh Not an easy path to walk. Yeah. Oh, that. that is you, Kareem. She nailed so you. Yeah. That is you. I'm telling you. <laughs> the world. Hey, Leslie, Great. could you hold on one second before you – I want to bring someone on because there's not going to be a good time, and I know you're going to go to him next. So I'm going to just hold sure. on, you guys, one second because I want to introduce everybody to Brian. Brian, are you there? Yes, I'm here. This is one of our – we are wonderful. We've had a very active and lively show. This is Mr. Brian Amsbury. He's our guest host calling in from Colorado tonight. And you have no idea what you're in for, Brian. You'll just have to kind of hang out and chill with us a bit. But we'll get to you in a minute. But your mic's open, just so you know, so you can jump in and ask questions and comment whenever you'd like. But right now, okay, back to Kareem, Leslie. Okay. Kareem is imaginative and creative. Um he has the abilities that leads him into artistic fields, landscaping, art, photography, but his strong social consciousness makes him a very effective politician or healer or environmentalist. Um, the realities of this world sometimes disappoint him because he just doesn't want to accept the imperfections of the world. Yeah. <laughs> so did, did I kind of do okay there? Is that you? Yeah. <laughs> You've got it right. 
How about and now, um, Mr. Brian? There you go. <laughs> now, when I look at Brian, Brian's life path is a six. So, what does that mean? That means Brian possesses great compassion and he seeks to be of service to others. He's a healer and a helper to others. He gives comfort to those in need. Um, people go to him when they need a shoulder to cry on. Um, this he, is true. That is true. <laughs> he's got that sympathetic ear. He's naturally balanced, though. He's very equipped to support and ground others in times of trial. And it's his nature to take on responsibility. Um, he doesn't turn away from personal sacrifice. There's times that he may feel overburdened by the travails of others, but Brianna. he loves others anyway. <laughs> Sorry. I was checking. He also tries to maintain harmony within the family or the group. That is true. That's you, Brian. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. It's hard to do. <laughs> yes, but right. you have you have that big heart, and you do it anyway. He does have a big heart. So yeah. that is kind of what life path numbers are. Now there are actually eleven different life paths. There's one through nine, and then there's what we call master numbers, which is eleven and twenty-two. Now I'll contrast the three that I just gave you with what an 11 is. Um, 11, people who walk their life path of an 11 kind of balance between an 11 and reducing it down to a 2. So they really walk a dual path. But they are sources of inspiration and illumination for people. They have an an inordinate amount of energy and intuition. And there's so much going on that they're often misunderstood early in life, which will make them shy and withdrawn. Um, they inspire people, but with a conscious effort. And the energy just seems to flow through without any control on their part. They have great capacities for invention. They're very creative. They're highly charged, which can be that two-edged sword, because they possess great abilities, but if they indulge in much self-reflection and self-criticism, so they always blame themselves first. So that's kind of that 11. It's it's a little bit different. So, again, the easiest way that you do this when you're trying to do your own life path is you add up your month. So it's 1 through 9. When you get to October, it's still a 1. November is an 11. December is a 3. Those are the difference. Now take the day that you were born, and you're going to take, once you get to 10, which is a 1, you're going to keep 11, that's the only time it's different, and 22, those are the only two that you keep as those numbers. Everything else, you add the two digits. So when you get to 13, it's 1 plus 3, so it's a 4, all the way down. And then when you get to the year, you're adding all four digits of the year. So 19, 1, 9 is a 10, and then the next two digits of the year of your birth. So you're going to add them all up to get your number. So at a very high level, If your life path is a one, it has to do with being independent and new beginnings. If your path is a two, it's that emotional supportive. If it's a three, it's more communications, joy of living. Fours are practical down to earth. Fives have to do with freedom. Six is that responsibility and service. Seven is intellect, mind, and analytical. Eight has to do with money and organization. Nine is the altruism, selfishness, selflessness, compassion, and philanthropy. And then 11 is the illumination. 
Wow. Didn't you say my daughter, Brianna, was a, I don't remember, did you say she was an 11? Is she what you are? I don't remember. Um, hold on just one second, and I can tell you that. I was just curious. Be, Go ahead, Brianna. That'd be my guess, Kim. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really? Because a lot of it sounded like Brianna, and I, yeah. I think yes. I think you and 11. her were similar. Is that what you are, Leslie? Are you an 11? Yes, I am an 11. Okay, would you mind, before we dig like deeper into Kareem's, Brian's, mine, Brianna's, yours, who's ever, could we take a couple callers? Absolutely. Okay, let's see what we got here. Maria, are you ready to ask a question for Leslie? <laughs> yeah, I am. I'm not crying anymore. <laughs> Woo-hoo! <Hi. Yay. laughs> she gave you a little um, hope anyway. That's good. That's a good thing. It's a start, right? Yeah, definitely. You guys really did make me feel better. Oh, good. I'm glad. Okay, go ahead. You can ask Leslie your question. Okay. Um, I would like to know. Uh, I want to know if I should move away to Vancouver and try and be happy there, like, or should I go travel Canada? Um, I might need to travel Canada, but I'm wondering if I should just concentrate on number one, moving to Vancouver. Number two, doing the tour across Canada. Or number three, stay home and work on myself. <laughs> Either way, I feel I'm working on myself, but I just don't really know what direction to go into. Well, can you give me your birth date? Yes, May 2nd, 1985. Okay, you said May 2nd, 1985? Yes. Okay. Let's see. If this will work with me. Okay, it's going to ask me for your full birth name. What is your birth name? Maria Ann with the E. One spot. Can you spell the last name, please? Um, O-N-E-S-P-O-T. Just one second. I guess we don't have to be quiet. I'm like listening to the silence, like <laughs> waiting for her to answer. Uh, well, as a as a May third birthday, you actually May have the 2nd. same life path. May second. I'm sorry, May second. You actually same? have the same okay. life path as. Dr. Kimberly, which is a, a three. Woohoo! Yay! <laughs> and let's see. Can I give, while you're looking at stuff, Leslie, can I give my read real quick while you're looking at stuff for her? Um, Maria, I think you should travel. Because if you're like me, um, you're a warm person. You really need to break out from that heaviness that you're around and the same old people. And you really need to expose yourself to new people, new places, new possibility. And I think opportunity will come to you if you travel. And you'll discover, I think you might meet somebody. So I think you'll discover a whole new life, really, if you travel, to be honest with you. Energetically, that feels very good to me for you to do that. That sounds good. And the C word, there's no C word, so that's not an issue. So you can't use that as an excuse to block you from making any decisions in your life. So you're good. Nice. Well, thank you for that. It's a good afternoon. 
And I was just looking at your chart just to kind of get a feel. Was there anything showing up specifically in here? But intuitively, when you first asked me, my first thought was, well, why can't you do all three? You can move and travel and work right. on yourself. Right. So, you know, my, my biggest advice to you is laugh and laugh a lot. Find mm. that joy because that's, see, that is what your Ooh, challenge is. that's what is. Jennifer said. Yeah, that's but, good. But when you look at your life path, see, your life path is that three. Your challenge with your life path is to really, really, really get the joy of living. It is? Yes. That's not but my me, challenge. I get that, though. I, I, that well, you have easy mastered that me. Oh, girl. okay. Okay, I got it. Okay. You have mastered that one. Okay. But when you haven't mastered that okay. one. I get it. Okay. Okay. Um, because here's the thing with threes. You have this great talent, but you have this challenge of getting, really, really getting what this joy of living is really all about. Because it's that joy of expressing yourself and the joy of living. And when you allow the sea to walk into your life, what that says is, I'm not liking this. Right. So what are you dying to get out of? Um, Ooh, that's good. Wow. What do you like about having this threat over your head? And how is that helping you stand in your joy of living? Because here's the thing. Sometimes these things come up to get our attention, to say, wait a minute, I'm not doing what I came here to do. I came here to enjoy life. That's not yeah. doing it. So you either let it control you or you say, excuse me, I'm going to get back on my highway now. My highway is <laughs> joy of expressing myself, joy of living. That's mm. your highway. That's mm. your highway. Okay? That's your road. That's where you came here to learn. That's what you came here to do. Wow. And you well, call that No, go ahead. I was just saying like I think that's pretty cool because I've always wanted to do a comic book. And oh, then like you're giving me chills. Ooh. Wow. Hmm. So well, that's lots to think about. <laughs> well, and let me and I got something channeled for you which is you, my sweets, are not your ancestry. You are not even your DNA. You can step out of that. I, you know, I always say you're an infinite bead of light, but if you think about what a bean of light is, a bean of light is so transmutable, which means always changing. You can always change. That's the beautiful thing about this life we live. You can create a new you. You can create a new day. You can create a new possibility. You can, oh, it's so beautiful and it's so frustrating because just like it's so close to you, Maria, like you can have the life you always dreamed. You can write comic books or draw comic books or there's just so much possibility. And and what is, you know, you're in this environment which energetically is holding you down, but you're really meant, if you're, as Leslie said, if you're anything like me and my calling, my calling's huge. My calling's not small. And I think threes usually have big, like kind of a mass media, like comic books, like books, like radio, like TV, like speaking. They have big callings. Wouldn't you agree, Leslie? Yes, I do. I do. And that's what you're here to do. You know, you've got to... You've got to be able to walk away from this other stuff and say, no, I'm bigger than this. I know why I'm here. Be that great inspiration force in the world. Uplift others. Bring yourself success and happiness by showing up as you. Aw. 
show up and today. do things, right? Because you have this awesome, great talent. You are creative, and you can self-express. Yeah. And you're and ready, I and to you be, have this gift yep. of gab. You have this talent of expressing the arts that is so abundant. Mm. And, and the thing is, if you don't do this, see, this, this is part of where this is coming from. You're, you're mm-hmm. not doing what you're supposed to be doing, and so what are you creating for yourself? Cancer. Yeah. So wow. Oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. That was a moment. Wow. That yeah. energy. Stop it. Wow. Stop it. Stop yeah. it. Stop it. Turn this around and step onto your highway, pretty girl. Wow. Step onto your highway. That brought okay. tears to my eyes, hon. That was a... Wow, that was an energy release right there. That was amazing. That was beautiful. Ooh. Uh, that is so cool. I kind of feel really good now. <laughs> you should sure. feel really good because it's a world of possibility, not a world of death and destruction, not a world of depression and being chained to other people in a culture. You are not that. Yes. yes. The first thing that. I'm going to do is probably write a letter to our prime minister and probably write a letter to the Queen in uh, Britain. Mm-hmm. Just telling her thank you for giving us reserves. <laughs> mm. That's beautiful. Wow. Yeah. All right, um, Darcy, did we answer your, your question? Yeah, we want to read your comic book. We want a copy. <laughs> Yay. Thank you. Well, I'll come to New York touch. Comic Con. <laughs> there you go. Okay, good. Thank you good. Yes, you tell me touch. you're coming and I'll show up. Give us a call in a, in a little bit, a couple months or a couple weeks. Let us know how you're doing, okay, Maria? Okay, thank you very much for your time. Many, you're many blessings. Thank you so much. Okay, see ya. Oh, wow. See, guys, numerology is bigger than just numbers. A lot bigger, right? Do you have any questions, Brian, off the top of your head? You can think. Yeah, I have one question for Leslie. Um, okay. I was just seeing which numbers, if any, are more compatible with others Ooh. in a relationship. <laughs> evens, evens do better with evens and odds do better with odds. And when you have evens and odds, it depends on how much of a difference they are on where the compatibility is. Like I said, there's 20 different components that we would look at. Mm-hmm. And then we would say, okay, here's where each person is in this area, and here's how you can make that work. Because even though when it's what would appear to be incompatible, as long as you understand where the other person comes from, then you can be a lot more tolerant and patient and understand that that's just how they are. That's how they're wired. That's how they came in here. You know, it's like you have this big heart. Guess what, Brian? Guess what? What? You guys both have even life path numbers, so you guys are compatible on that. That's good. Yeah, that's a step in the right direction. <laughs> and guess what? I have a yeah. little present for you. I'll talk to you about it off the air. I'll get it to both you and Brianna. But Leslie was very generous, and she actually ran you a sample, which she'll be talking about the free gift she's offering and how people can get a full report later in the show. But um, she actually ran your report that I'll send you um, just for you, and then she ran a compatibility report for you and Brianna, which I'll send to you guys too. So. I think you'll really enjoy looking at that. So it was very kind of her to do. Thank you, Leslie. You're welcome. 
So you guys can – we'll have to have her back, and then you'll have to grill her with questions after you read it because your guys' compatibility report, you guys that are listening, this is really extensive stuff with a lot of great life information. This compatibility report, which she also offers, I believe, is like 44 pages, Brian. So when you're considering a future with someone and looking for some tools to help you understand each other, it's actually very, very valuable. I'm going to go on to the next caller, if that's okay with you, sure. Leslie. We have – Kara from Florida. Kara, welcome Hi, to the Kara. secret to everything. Hi, Leslie. Hi, Dr. Kimberly. Hi, is it Brian? Yeah, Brian. Got it, got it. I I want to say wonderful show. It's been such a blessing, and I love oh. all of Leslie's knowledge and her sass and her zeal. It's wonderful. Um, Thank you. Now, I, I do want to preface this by saying I I know my I know my life path and my personal year and I've run I've gotten that far with pretty much everybody in my circle. One thing I noticed before I went on air with you is that my mother, me, and my daughter are also are all in a personal year of nine. Ah, okay. And I'm in an. No, 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 baby. It hasn't felt that way to me. Um, But I I do know this whole year, uh, the the personal year nine has been all about things closing, things Mm. changing for me. And because my last year was obviously a personal year of eight, which is kind of like the year of karma, I thought that was going to be my hard year. That was a cakewalk compared to this. But um, anyway, I will be quiet and let you talk, but I am a... I am a life path nine, and I'm in a personal year of nine. And you know, like I said, I just, I just feel like this has been the hardest year of my life. You know, it's. Oh, honey. My mom, my mom died like six weeks ago. Oh, I'm so sorry, sweetie. <laughs> yeah, I don't mean to lose it, but it's okay. <laughs> this, this whole year has just been, just well, of stuff like that is. ending. So you know, anyway, yeah, nines are like that. I mean, it's it's that's tough in and of itself. And then you add the fact that this is 2012, which is mm-hmm. a five year, which is all about freedom and change. Mm-hmm. And then you're in a personal year of nine, which is okay. Don't don't start anything new because everything's wrapping up, and it's mm-hmm. confusing. Yeah. It's confusing at best. And then you're walking this life path of a nine, so you're kind of like Kareem, which yeah. is you get disillusioned with all of this stuff. <laughs> When it doesn't make a lot of sense to you, you know, Mm -hmm. and so it's just not necessarily an easy spot to be at the moment. It's just not. So, you know, you look at that and you say, okay, life path nine. What is that really trying to tell me? Well, Mm -hmm. when you're when you're walking through the year nine, now you're dealing with this whole reality thing, and you're seeing these imperfections and you're seeing all this stuff going on, and it's uncomfortable. Yeah, because you like things to be they happy be and idealistic. Like, yeah, <laughs> very idealistic. I mean, that's how you want to see the world. And it's when it doesn't work that way, it's like, what did I come here for? Yeah. <laughs> because it's frustrating. Because you want to give, you want to share, you are ready to do all this stuff, and then you see all this other stuff that's not pretty. Mm-hmm. You know, and it yeah. kind of treads on that romantic that you are. Because when <laughs> you're not in harmony with all of that, that's where you get into this moodiness and you start to withdraw and you feel icky on the inside because that's not fun. Mm-hmm. No. So it's a matter of you just have to breathe, number one, just breathe. Mm-hmm. Know that this is going to move through. 
you know, you've got your six months due the first year of your mom not being here. You got six mm-hmm. more months of all those first, mm-hmm. and then it's going to get easier. When you hit your birthday next year, you're going to walk into mm-hmm. year number one of all new beginnings. That's nice. And it's going to shift. Baby okay, time. The good thing about all of this <laughs> is it changes. Aww. You know, it's just that That's- change, girl. That's that's wonderful. Yeah, my husband and I, we've been racking our heads because, you know, our dream for this year was that we were going to move out to Colorado. And now with everything happening, it's like I don't see how we could possibly. I know I know, Dr. Kimberly's like, don't talk like that. But <laughs> I just don't feel like a move can happen right now. I just feel like it's too chaotic, um, even if we do want to manifest it. Uh, do you think that, I mean, obviously, be it'll be a lot more agreeable than next trying to walk better. up here? Okay. Well, Kira, didn't I tell you I didn't think it was going to, did I tell you within the next six months? Because you know what's going mm-hmm. on in my life, and I do think our lives are somewhat connected, uh, mm-hmm. sadly for you. So <laughs> <laughs> No, joyously. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that that has something to do with the timing, too, mm-hmm. if that makes yeah. you I mean, if you can read between the lines, mm-hmm. I think you're going to end up there. But I think sometimes... Well, I feel like you're going to end up there, but I, it's not going to be till you start into a year of new beginnings. Okay, okay. You know, you know, this, that... is not, this is the time of you're wrapping up things, you're not starting mm-hmm. new things. Mm-hmm. So you can be getting your house ready. You can mm-hmm. be looking for property and figuring out where in Colorado, because it's a pretty idea. big state. And, um, <laughs> you know... Like, I'm partial to the banana belt of Colorado mm-hmm. because I just simply don't do a lot of snow. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so it's like, well, where? And it takes a while to find that perfect place you want to live. There's a lot of research you need to do. This is the year you do those kind of things. Okay, great. So you're you're getting ready, but you don't start it until you do your new beginning. Now, have you and your husband done a compatibility? Do you know where you are as far as Ooh, your good personal question. years? That's a good question. I haven't done a compatibility with him. He is, I am a nine life path. He's a seven, and he's in a personal year of six. What does that mean? Okay. Well, he's in a personal year of responsibility, service, and family. Ooh, true. Okay. So next year, he's going to be walking into that analytical process, and you're going to ah. move again. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nine and seven are odd, so they, you know, you're pretty compatible. But, again, there's 20 different components that we would look at to say, here's kind of, here's where, how each one of you are in these areas, mm-hmm. and here's how you work together. Because when you can understand when how the other person is or why they do the things they do, mm-hmm. then you don't take it personal. Because they're not doing it to you. They're just being who they are. They're just walking their path of what they came here to do. Yeah, I so do it's have very a quick, helpful to get that. Right. I do have a quick question about that, um, just adding on to it. My mom and I always had a really challenging relationship, and it, I know, you know, I'd have to look at all of our numbers, but her basic life path number was a four, and I'm a nine. By design, is that really agreeable, or is that more of a challenging relationship? <laughs> Wait, yeah, say that again, Tara. What did she say? What was yours and what was hers? I didn't hear your number. She's a life path, she's a she was a life path four, and I'm a life path nine. Okay, fours are about order and... Practicality and a lot of fours, the reason they have a four is typical fours 
don't like to build the foundation before they put the roof on, and that's their <laughs> lesson, is you have to learn to build the foundation and you have to follow it step by step, and they like to go straight to the roof. Mm-hmm. And that's a four. You know, they don't like to do the step-by-step stuff because it's boring mm-hmm. to them. And when you're nine, again, that's kind of like, what are you doing? You're not in order. You're not following the rules. Oh, that's hilarious because that's true. Yeah. Wow. That's how they are, you know. <laughs> well, and wouldn't you say, you said, like, that evens are more compatible with evens and odds are more compatible with odds. And, I mean, I don't want to share anything that's not appropriate, but just like me and my mother, if I have to guess, I'm going to run her, you know, path, but I would guess my mom and I are not, uh, like, are odd and even. I would just guess that. So that makes well, sense. Well, and, and then the difference, like, with her and her mom, not only are they odd and even, there's a five-digit difference between the numbers uh, and that. Uh, so. So there would be, like, a thousand things. with me then. <laughs> Sorry, I can't help it. No, but I, I love that because it makes a lot of sense knowing what I know about Kara and her mom. Like, that's so cool to me. It just proves to me that. Um, Kara, do you want to hang out with us? Gosh, I sound like Mr. Brian Trebek. Do you want to hang out a little bit and chime in since you're a little bit experienced in numerology? Because I'm going to take some more callers. We've got some questions. Oh, okay. It's up to you. You don't have to. No pressure. Oh, yeah. No, I, I definitely can, but I do not know as much as Leslie. Like I said, I only know the basics of uh, life path numbers and personal year numbers somewhat through life experience itself. And that's what makes the numbers really memorable to me. <laughs> oh, of course, of course. Well, Brian had to hang up because it's my daughter's birthday, and we, Brian and I were getting pressure from her that she needed mm-hmm. to be taken out for her birthday. So we need to replace Brian. So I pick you. <laughs> okay, I'll be Brian. <laughs> okay, thank Okay, you. I'm going to get to our next caller, which is Tony from Pennsylvania. Hi, Good evening, Tony. Tony. How are you? Hi, how are you? Thanks for taking my call. You're welcome. You have a question uh, for one of us, I guess, Leslie, Kara, Kareem, or Kimberly? Um, Yeah, this is actually the first time I found your show, so I'm not sure what all you guys do, but I do have a question, and it is regarding a time frame. I don't know which one of you is better and giving me a time frame, or if it's even possible to give me a roundabout time frame. Oh, it's possible. Do you want to know the truth? That's what I say, because sometimes we get a little bit too detailed, and sometimes people don't like the answers. But I think there's a couple people here that are pretty good at time frames, so ask away. Okay. Well, basically, um, my question is, when do you guys or any of you see – um, this man um, actually, um, you know, coming here and um, showing up at my doorstep with his belongings. Leslie? Do you have any insight, Leslie? I'm going to put her on the spot. Okay. Um. Do you do you guys need his name? No, or? well I don't. Leslie, do you want his name? No, no. Okay, I'm, I'm picking up sixty days. Ooh, that is so close because I got three. I heard three months. I'm clear audience. Okay. So I hear it. I that's very. Close. I would say that's well in I'd the psychic world. That's days. the same time frame right there. Is he younger, Tony? Um, he's about six months younger than me. That's about okay. it. 
not but he's concerned. but he's immature he's I very was immature. Say, he has a young soul so to me i mean i judge people kind of by how they their energy so his energy feels young to me i guess is what i'm saying mm-hmm. and i i don't want to be rough with you but are you finan- have you financially Finance. provided for him yes or carried him yes and I feel that he's – do you ever feel like he's taken advantage of that at times, maybe? Mm, I think he thinks that he can come around any time he's in a hard spot and get out of the hard spot very easily. So I don't really look at it as taking advantage. I look at it as he is codependent on me. There's There's a good word, codependent. Yeah. Um, I look at him as he looks at me like his mama. That's another scenario. That's what I was picking up, mama energy. Okay, I don't, I don't think he's taking advantage of me, but I look at it as I'm his mommy, you know, and it's, you know, sometimes, it, you know what, I don't mind helping him or anybody. I help a lot of people, believe me. But I think what gets on my nerves is sometimes, once in a while, it can be very annoying. And, you know, sometimes I have to, you know, say no or say, listen, I can't help you with that or, you know, what have you. Okay. But uh-huh. I have I have a very big gut feeling that he's going to be coming here to stay or to live or stay for a couple of weeks or, I mean, what is you it guys... you're wanting? Mm, okay. Um. Well, I would. I mean, what, I, how do you view this relationship? Um, I've known him for a long time. I've known him for over ten years. So, um, I would like for him to settle down and get into a relationship with me and into a routine. Right now, he's just here and there, and there's no consistency. Um, So my main thing is, my gut feeling is, I feel like he's going to show up here, just show up here with his stuff and say, I'm here. Well, he is because that's what you've established as your energetic pattern between the two of you. There's no reason why he wouldn't feel comfortable doing that. That's kind of like the rules of your guy's relationship. Right. He's capable of doing that, right. So I don't put it past him. But my, I think what makes me uh, nervous and unsettling is I like everything to be in a time frame and a <laughs> time date and I need to know, you know, is this going to happen the first week of June or on June 15th or, and it doesn't work that way with him. And so that's why I'm so on edge all the time. And then my second issue is when he does bring his stuff here, is he going to sit? Is he going to stay? Because again, I have to have consistency in my life. You know, I'm not just, you know, I don't live like a fly by night. I got to, you know, know that when he comes here in July or in 60 days that he's going to sit here. 
Well, like we talk about, and I think Leslie would agree, is you really have the power in this, and you really have control of this. So it's really your decision, you know, what you put up with and what you allow as far as things like that. Wouldn't you agree, Leslie? Yes, absolutely. That's why I asked her, what does she want from this? Because if you want consistency, you tell him what the rules are. Is he trainable? Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, is he trainable? Because you have to set the boundaries and you have to say, this is how this is going to work. Right. This is how this is going to work. And if it doesn't work that way, then you have to know exactly what are the deal breakers for you. What are your personal deal breakers? What What's the one or two things he could do that you would say, that's it, never again, get out of my face? Right. And you have to know what they are. And then you have to be willing to stand by them. Because, you know, do you want to raise a mama's boy or do you want a partner? Right. Uh-huh. I think we lost. I think we lost her. Um, I'm going to go on to um, Kim from Minnesota. Kim, do you have a question? Yes. Hi, Dr. Leslie. Nice to talk to you again. I hi. Had, hi. I was fortunate enough to talk to you before when you were on with Melinda. I love your show. Oh, thank you. Thank you so yeah. much. Thank you. You guys are so wonderful. And tonight seems really interesting. I'm not too knowledgeable about the numbers, but I was wondering if you could maybe tell me mine, my life path sure. number. And yeah. Great. What's your birthday, sweetie? Um, December 10th, 66. Okay. And what's your full name, birth name? Kim Marie Fetaplace. Ooh, that's challenging. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can you spell it for me? Yes, that's P H E T T E P L A C. Hold on. P H E T T E P L A C E. I feel like I should sing or something during the intermission, like a game show. <laughs> Cream, <laughs> you have to sing. It's your job. <laughs> Dream's not cooperating. <laughs> well, I got to be much. There you go. <laughs> okay, you have a life path of eight. Okay. And an and eight what does that mean? Okay. says, well, you're gifted with natural leadership, and nice. you, have the, you have the capacity to accumulate great wealth. You have Woo-hoo! talent for management, awesome. especially in business and finance. You understand the material world, and you intuitively know what makes virtually inter- any enterprise work for you. And we're not talking just bookkeeping or petty management, but greater vision and its purpose and long-range goals. You are a visionary, but you need to be cautious about being reckless with that. Mm-hmm. You can inspire people to join you in your quest, but sometimes you may not see everything you need to see. Um, so you just need to... Pay attention. People around you are going to need continual guidance and inspiration and encouragement, and sometimes you have to prod them into action and direct them along the lines of your vision. Your challenge in life is to to achieve your high degree of detachment, to understand that power and influence must be used for the benefit of mankind. Okay? Okay. Um, sometimes Wait, say that with, again? Wait, say that again. What is her challenge? Her challenge in life is to achieve a high degree of attachment to understand that power and influence 
must be used for the benefit of mankind. Don't misuse your power and don't misuse your influence. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. Because when you walk this life path of eight, you have the capacity for great wealth. If you use it wrongly, meaning you don't use it to benefit mankind, you miss you if you misuse your power or misuse your influence, it will not be pretty. That's how you get bad karma, bad juju. Okay. 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 Um, yeah, that's that's the the le- part of the life lesson is you have to understand that because you have the capacity to generate the wealth, you have to help take care of mankind. Oh, I see. Like give back. Like she should set yes. up charities or organizations or greedy. donate her money or contribute to consciousness or expansion yes. or awareness or whatever. Okay. Because I got if it. you don't understand the real value of money, then you will suffer the consequences of greed. And then you can lose it all. Okay. Okay. I, okay. I mean, I had, you can you can take you can make the money. You can have a nice car and a nice house, but you can give to charity. You will be amazed how sometimes just a twenty dollar tip can change somebody's life. Oh yes, definitely. That's okay? so true. But but if you only want to give them a dollar because they didn't smile big enough for you, that's the greed. Oh. Uh, Does that make sense? Okay. If, oh, totally. If you can support charities. You can help people without being greedy about it. Do okay. things for the benefit of mankind because you can. Sure. Well, Kim, well, does okay. that resonate with you at all? Is that anything like how you think you are? Yes, yes, that really fits. In fact, I had been looking into opening a metaphysical store. Cool. I, wow. Yes. Would that, I think that might kind of fit in. I'm hoping to do that by sometime next year, looking into it for sure to plan it by the end of this year. But I feel I could help a lot of people doing that. Oh, yeah. The nature of that is automatically raising consciousness yeah, and next giving year back. Good. And I am getting a, a hit for you of guidance. Be careful who you partner with. As soon as you, it becomes aware that you're doing that, you're going to attract the highest of the high and the lowest of the low. If you really want to be of service, it's your responsibility kind of to discern um, the highest vibrational and healers and, and, you know, mediums and channels. Whatever you're offering, you need to make sure it's of the highest quality, which kind of goes around, you know, along with what Leslie was saying. But but you're going to be challenged on that point if you open this. You're going to have a lot of riffraff to weed out, just so you know. Okay, yes. Yeah. Um, and, and here's the other thing. You are currently in a personal year of eight. Become your birthday, you enter into your personal year of nine. Personal year of nine is not the year you start new things. Huh. So you either need to start it before your birthday or you need to wait until after your birthday next year when you're in uh, a, a number one year. When was your birthday, Kim? December until December. Oh. So between now and December or December of 13, after your birthday in 2013 is when you need to is start it. Is it possible for you to start it this year, Kim? Is that possible? Um, well, financially, I don't know about this year because I'm also going to be moving after 15 years, and i got to okay. have that expense, too. Sure, sure. Then I would take the year and really plan, organize, know, make sure you really have the right location. You really know what you want to put in there. Um, take the time to really think through how you want to pursue this. Yeah. But just know that if you try to start it, in the middle of that year, 
you know, the closer to December of 2013, the better chances you have. Wonderful. Entering into new beginnings. I agree. That's good. That's really good. Um, I hate to cut you off, Kim, but we're nearing the end of the show, and we've got a lot to squeeze in. We've got one more request, and we're going to wrap up. We'll have Leslie back, though. You can call back and get some more details. We'll definitely be having Leslie back. So thank you so much for calling, Kim. Thank you guys so much. Take care. Have a good evening. Thanks. You too. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Leslie, um, this is going to be our last one. If you could run this for me. It's off of Twitter. It's Kelly... Marie Paradis, P as in Paul, A R A D as in dog, I S as in snake, and her birthday is 12 1974. Dr. Kim, you still have. Okay, you said it was Kelly K E. Hold on a minute. K E L L Y? It is K E L L Y, yes. And Kelly Marie. Marie, M A R I E. Uh huh. Yeah, I'll check back in with Vicki really quick and see if she has anything. Okay, last name was P-A-R-A-D-I-S? Yes, ma'am. 12, did you say 12-1? 12-1974. 1974, okay. All right, I just needed to make sure I got everything in here. Here, I'm going to, while you're doing that, I'm going to grab Vicki and see if she has anything she wants to say. Okay. Hold on, let me see. Maybe I'm going to grab Vicki. Let's see. Vicki? Vicki! Vicki. Vicki. Hello. <laughs> Hi, Vicki. I, I left you hanging a long time. I just wanted to know if you had anything you wanted to know or add before we wrap up the end of the show. I do. Uh, I want to first say that I enjoyed it. It's been a wonderful show. Oh, and you. question is about love. I'm listening to my messages, and the more I listen, the more I seem to get. And... I get the feeling that love, a great love, is coming my way very soon. I was wondering what you could tell me about that. Well, energetically, when you say that, this rarely happens. As people know, I'm rarely breathless. You literally took my breath when you said that, which is one of the signs I get when someone says something super true. So that is truth. The love is coming soon. Like the love. Like that's it. The love. The last one. Yes. Yes. Is it somebody that I've met briefly? Hold on. I'm just reading energy. Okay. I do think it's somebody you know. I don't know if I'd say Matt briefly. I'm not getting that much detail. I do think it's somebody in your circle. I think it's someone you have seen. Let's say seen. I believe it's somebody you've seen. Maybe no is too strong a word. Yes. I do believe okay. that. Okay, because that's what I think too. All right. Yeah, definitely okay. love is like, okay, this sounds so weird and so corny, but like love is all around. Like it is like the vibration of love is like just so thick around you it's just your time and you know it's funny my Vedic astrologer and one of the things I'm going to study this summer is Vedic astrology I love it so much but she talks about how um, our charts are kind of like a train in a train station and it's just time you know we have different stops along the way and we're just going down the track in our life and you know we get to the station and, and I just love that because 
it's just your time to get off at the love station. <laughs> and that sounds so corny, but it's just so true. It's just permeated in your energy field that it's time. Is that why I'm drawn to the color pink, like a deep pink? Ooh, yeah, definitely. You know, and, you know, rose quartz is something, you know, that opens the heart chakra and, you know, that I would use if I was working with somebody that needed to open their heart chakra. I would use the color pink a lot. And so definitely, definitely there's an opening and um, a wide, you seem to have a wide open. You know what I like about you, Vicki, is I don't need to coach you on being open to love. You are open to love, and that's a beautiful and rare gift. And I don't know how much work you've done or what you've done to get there, but it's a beautiful place to be. Stay there. I've done a lot of beautiful work, a lot of joyful work, and I am so happy, Kimberly. It's like I can look at somebody and just maintain and hold that eye contact and smile at them, and they smile back. And it's like, I just sent it to you, and you just sent it right back to me, and it feels so good. And then we get... Yeah, yeah. You're giving me chills because you're illustrating what I was talking about earlier, that you have to be what you want to attract. And you are being love and being joy, and those are the frequencies you're vibrating at. Of course you're going to attract love and joy into your life. Of course you are. Yay. Yay, Vicki. You've done it. Awesome. It's so nice to have. I'm so glad we're ending. Um, we'll get to Kelly in a second, Kelly, so hold on. But thank you so much for sharing, and I think it was serendipitous that you were our last actual caller because such a positive person, such a positive energy, and I look forward to hearing your beautiful love story. So please call back in and share with us. I'd really like to hear it. I'm pleased and happy to share it with you. You can count on it. And maybe, maybe we'll even hear about a wedding. I think there's a strong possibility. And and I'm getting that he is an amazing, so worthy of you, man. So beautiful. Such a beautiful soul. So it's all good. Yay, that sounds wonderful. I'm open to that. <laughs> Vicki, well, thank you for calling. Please call back and join our conversation and listen again. I will. I sure will. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, thank you, honey. Have a blessed evening. Take care. Okay, you too. Okay, bye-bye. That was beautiful. Okay, Leslie, Kelly. Kelly, and then I'm going to talk about our guests. What about Kelly? Kelly is a life path seven. Seven says that she's a searcher and seeker for the truth. Oh, Um, Kelly. Wow. Yeah. Her life path is devoted to investigations into the unknown and finding answers to the mysteries of life. Cool. Very well equipped to handle that task. She's got a beautiful mind. She's an analytical thinker, capable of great concentration and theoretical insight. Um, Mm. She also enjoys her solitude. She prefers to work alone. She needs time to contemplate her ideas without intrusions of other people's thoughts. Mm. She's kind of that lone wolf sort of person. Mm-hmm. When her life is balanced, she's charming and attractive. She mm-hmm. can be the life of the party if she wants to be, um, but she has very distinct limits. Okay. So she can be generous in social situations, sharing the attention and the energy. She's very keenly aware of when it's time to come off the stage and go home and have the solitude of her lair. <laughs> so she really likes that piece. Um, let's see. Well, 
Well, what'd you say? What are her challenges? Did I, I'm not, am I not, I might not be understanding. What are her challenges then? Her challenges um, to work on not becoming cynical or suspicious. Ah, yeah, that's true. She can develop hidden selfish motives, motives, which people can sense, and they might become discomfortable, uncomfortable around her. Um, she really has to guard about being too withdrawn and too independent and shutting out the love of everyone around her because mm-hmm. that's going to cause her to miss the true joy of friendship and close companionship. Um, sometimes she might have a tendency to think that she's the center of the universe and she's the only person who really matters, mm-hmm. which makes it hard to have close companionships. Ah. Uh, you know, you got to learn to share just a little bit. Right. Absolutely. Um, the biggest challenge with her is maintaining her independence without feeling isolated. Mm. She's got a beautiful, unique view of the world she needs to hang on to, but at the same time, she needs to be open to others and the knowledge that they have to offer. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yes. Nice. So. All righty. Well, Miss Leslie, that was some show. I feel like I ran like a 10-mile marathon. That was, woo, that was a busy and show. Just, just scratched the little teeny tiny top of the surface. I know. We just talked about life path. So. Well, we will definitely have you back soon. Well, thank you. Because I, love I can tell everybody really it's a, not as overdone as some topics, and it's um, very interesting to people, and I think it provides a lot of useful information. So I want to thank you very much for joining us. Um, I want to talk just really quickly about our guest next week. I always leave our guest next week out, and I never mean to. I just get distracted. <laughs> Fancy that. But um, next week we're having Mr. Jody Cook on our show, and I am so honored and so thrilled. He is one of the most active Bigfoot researchers you know, cryptozoology in the entire country, if not the world. Of course, he lives in our very own state of Ohio. Yay. Um, Originally, he was a member of the Cincinnati UF Research Group, ASK, but he realized that he was more interested in cryptozoology, which is the study of mysterious creatures. For those of you that don't know big words, or I should say big paranormal words, Um, He's been studying the Bigfoot phenomena since 1991. He's the author of Bigfoot Encounters in Ohio, Quest for the Grassman, as well as Bigfoot Encounters in Ohio. He founded the Ohio Center for Bigfoot Studies as a member of the American Bigfoot Society. He's appeared on several television programs which discuss large primates in North America, including the little-known channel called the History Channel Show Monster Quest. He also has a new book out called Traces of the Grassman, the Search for the Ohio Bigfoot. That sounds really interesting. Today, Jody lives in Cincinnati and can be seen giving presentations at paranormal conventions across the state and Canada. So we look forward to Mr. Jody Cook. Bring all your cryptozoology and your Bigfoot questions. And Leslie, I have been fascinated by Bigfoot and Kareem since I was a little girl. So that's one joy about doing your own radio show really is you can have who you want on it <laughs> and talk about what you would like. So I am just super, super thrilled to be able to do that. So do you have any thoughts, Kareem? On tonight, I think tonight was a great, busy show. And I'm looking forward to more of these type of shows where I can do more work and have more calls to participate in. I think yeah, that was I funny. It was, it was really like, it we was, only got five minutes now. 
We only have five minutes now. Kareem, see how Kareem is, Leslie? He's shutting us down. Do you have anything you'd like to add about your topic, Leslie? The only thing I have to add is out on your website, I did post my email. If somebody wants a free mini report, they just need to send me their full birth name and their address to that email, and I'll get them their free mini report if they want. And that's about seven to eight pages. If you want the big report, which is over 70 pages, or compatibility, that one, unfortunately, I need to charge a little bit for. But they just need to send me an email, and I'll take care of it from there. So like you said, so how can they get their free report? Can you review that really quickly again? Sure. My email is out on your website. Okay. They just need to send me an email and tell me I need their birth date and I need their full birth name as it is on their birth certificate. And that'll just be the basic stuff. If they want an in-depth report or a compatibility chart, they can do you have yeah. the prices and they can contact you yeah, about that. Yeah, it's out on your website. Okay. And well, then, you know, um, I also wanted to read this from Kelly wrote you something, Leslie. She said, thank you, Leslie. Um, it was awesome. Some good points. I'm learning a lot. Wow. Some things I didn't even know. Thank you. So I just wanted to give you that. Oh, feedback. thank you. That's so sweet, Kelly. Thank you so much. Well, Leslie, it was amazing having you on. Will you please come back and talk about numerology again? I would love to. Thank you so much for having me, Miss Kimberly. All right, darling, I'll talk thank to you, you everyone. soon. Have a good night. Okay. Bye, Take everyone. Care. Thank you, Kareem. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Oh, Kareem, that's one of my new favorite shows. It was awesome. Thank you, everybody. Thank you for contributing your heart and your energy and opening up and being vulnerable and showing up as who you are. So if on that note, um, Kareem will take us out. Good night, everybody. All right. As always, you can find us at www.serenitynaturalwellness.com, Serenity Wellness or Kimberly McGeorge, one word, on Facebook or Serene Wellness on Twitter. You can email Dr. Kim at dr.kim.ste at gmail.com. Make sure you put in the, the dot. Tonight, Dr. Oh, well, let me finish that. So, Dr. Kimberly will be given a class on energy techniques in Columbus, Ohio, on June 16th, and you can type in her name at www.accessconsciousness for further details. So, hope everyone had a good time on the show tonight. Have a good night. Thanks for listening on our Secrets Everything with Dr. Kimberly McGeorge. Listen every Wednesday night, Eastern Standard Time, from 7 to 8 p.m. on Block Talk Radio.